Family from the Heart, podcast episode number 317. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Welcome to another episode of The Family from the Heart, a podcast that is devoted to giving you a behind-the-scenes look into the lives of the Ravenscraft family, a family that has given up on the ordinary to pursue the lives for which they were created. Now, here are your hosts, Cliff and Stephanie. That's right, my friends. We are back with another weekly installment of the reality online audio reality show that is our lives. Sure. Whatever he just said. Whatever I just said. We are excited to be with you once again, and I'm happy to tell you that I have at least four or five items on my bulleted list of things to talk about today. Awesome. We could start with the chat room. So I came in and I said how bright it is in here. Yes. Which I say every week. You do. Pre-show. And um, so Troy said that my... With a very... Hold on. Wait, wait. With a varying degree of attitude, I might right, add. That I was very kind today. You were very kind today. Um. Anyway, so in the chat room... If, hold on. So you say, um, if someone asks, how are you doing? I say, never been better. Gets better every single minute of the day. Well, you added some words, but okay. okay. So anyway, in the chat room, Troy said that I should say, um, it's brighter than I deserve. Yes. And it gets brighter every day. And... I just thought that was funny. And then Carol commented that I'm part vampire, which is, and don't like the bright light. That's a running joke in our house. Mm-hmm. Like I will come in and turn off all the lights. Um, A few weeks ago, Wayne Jacobson was yep. here visiting you. And so, and I wasn't here at the time. I had um an appointment I had to be at. So I come home all the kitchen lights, all the living room lights are on and all the blinds are open. The first thing I do is turn off all the lights and close all the blinds. That's the first thing I did when I walked in it was the door. A, it was a bright day in the home that day until you got <laughs> until home. Until I got home and brought a shadow over the place. So speaking of quotes, um, you were saying something about, uh, what was the quote you were just getting ready to say right before I hit the record button? Um, about Megan? Yeah. Um, Megan had tweeted like last week or two weeks ago, um, you could give me 54 years to do a project and I'm still going to do it the night before it's due. Okay. Gotcha. Yes. Which is so true about our child. Yes. She's very much a procrastinator. She had um, all summer to do a summer reading project that was due the second Friday after school started and they started school on a Wednesday. So it was due the second Friday and she did it the Thursday night before it was due and got the best grade in the class, which happened to be a hundred. So, um, but yeah. that is who she is. That That's her personality. And it, I'm the same way. I, you know, and I, I pretty much am as well. I, I find that I work better under pressure, pressure and stress. <laughs> I, I I actually, I think I do presu- pr- produce better results on, under a, a strict mm-hmm. deadline that it, I'd rather, for example, speaking publicly, I'd rather have one day notice that I'm going to get up on stage and and, and give a speech Rather than, you know, months, months, months in advance, right. because I, I mean, here it is. If you look at my the rest of my week, my planning is last minute preparation for the right. talk. Last Which pre- really you're going to do well, the night I, before you speak. Well, it, not, not, absolute, not actually true. For the last two days, I will tell you that I have been rearranging. I've probably spent about well, rearranging. That's not I, last minute. I spent 10 about 10 hours of, of prep. But that's prep. That's not last minute. Well, actually, it. You're right. I know I'm right. Okay. 
stupid ears <laughs> listen to me for a because second. Because when you change it all like the night before or the morning of, that's last minute. Exactly. And well, what I'm saying is normally I would not be, it would be on my list to do all the stuff that I've done this week, but I wouldn't normally do it until the night before. But I, I am actually enforcing myself. I, this week I have worked on it in right. advance, which is not typical for me. But I will tell you that it, it what I'm doing, what's taken me 10 hours over the last two days, I could have done in in one hour the right. night before. Right. And, but you and, drug it out because it's on your calendar. But, Hold on. Yes. Side question, because we'll get back to this was procrastinating is what we're talking about. What's on our calendar in Colorado for Sunday night? Why do you need to know? Because um, Matthew and I are wanting to know if we can watch Once Upon a Time together and text. But I don't know if we have something that we have Sunday something night. when we're in Colorado, we're busy. OK, but fair uh, enough. But if you want, I can Saturday. No, uh, yes, um, that that's the opening reception of the party that evening. Oh, okay. uh, or not the party, but um, the conference. Right. Registration okay. starts at four and then they have a dinner or right. whatever. I don't know. what, But yeah, there's gotcha. stuff going on. OK, so back to anyway, procrastination. procrastination. Anyway, cool, cool quote that Megan tweeted. I totally agree. The problem I have with procrastination is I don't mind when I do it. As long as I hold on, as long as when I do it and the when I actually make the deadline, I'm satisfied with the end result. For example, Megan was very satisfied with the fact that she got a hundred and nobody else did. Right. I'm totally fine with that. What I don't like is when other people procrastinate, but then they require my help when they actually get to it at the last minute. Oh, right. So I'm talking so about So I could hold this until like, you know, Saturday morning and then have you drop it off at the post office and that would irritate you. That would irritate me. Yes. I understand. Especially since I drive past the or, post office. Or like when or when my kids a have a project that requires that they do things on the computer right. that they don't actually have the skill yet to do. Now I'm fine with procrastinating my own projects. And they want me projects. to do it the night before it's due. I can procrastinate my own things until the end of earth. Yeah. Like till the end of time. But if I ask you to do something, I want it done right now. Yeah. Not six months Which from now. Which leads me into the quote that I want to tell you. I So this is something I found on Facebook the other day. And it was one of those pictures with a quote on it, you know? Yeah. It's very popular. People are doing that e these days. Yeah. What, like, so yeah. anyway, so this one says, it said, if a man says he's going to do it, it'll get done. You don't have to keep reminding him every six months. Ha ha. Ha ha. I don't really think that's funny. I love that. Because <laughs> if I ask you to do it, that means I want it done. Like, uh, now. Anyway. It means I've already procrastinated it, and now I'm turning to you. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> Except in the case of the pictures, which you've asked me not to put holes in the walls, and um, so I'm waiting for you to do it for me. I understand that. Yeah. It will happen, I promise, one of these days. Do you know that um, on the 4th of December... Um, I know I'm already looking ahead, but we've already been here for five months now. Yeah. And so your six month, your little, you don't have to remind him every six months, will be valid on <laughs> December 4th. Nice. Yes. Awesome. Your pictures will get hung. Actually, they're Matthew's. Uh, Matthew's pictures and Megan's. Mm, I think, Megan wants no, no, some, no. some nails on the wall too. Yeah, but that's not a big deal. Okay. It's It's really not. Okay. So when I tell you, when I take you in there to do it and you see how simple you be like, why didn't I do this three months ago? <laughs> anyway, so um, real big announcement right here. Uh, not necessarily I'm in the front of the show. I'm tangled in my headphones cord. That's the big announcement. Stephanie is tangled in her headphones cord. Gotcha. 
But uh, a second big announcement of the show there's is no show next week. there's no show next week. We are taking the week off next week because Stephanie and I will be in Colorado Springs, Colorado at a resort called the Broadmoor. Actually, we'll be headed home on Thursday, but that's okay. <sighs> we will have spent the week. <laughs> you well, we don't get home. Like We leave Colorado at ridiculously early time. No, I don't think so. I don't either. It's... No. <laughs> like, where are you getting this from? No, but um, we don't get home until 7.30 in the evening. Yeah. So, anyway, we're not going to be here during the time we would normally be recording the show. And we're not going to try to fit it in next week because, well, we're going to have a busy week next week. Because we don't want to. Well, just tell it how it is. I, did, I pretty much just did, <laughs> Stephanie. We're taking the week, a, we're taking off, the week next off week because we want to. Right. All right. But uh, yeah, so we leave Saturday. Uh, we leave Saturday. We leave Saturday morning. Uh, we arrive in Colorado Springs, Colorado. Saturday um, afternoon, in case you didn't figure that out already. <laughs> actually, it's still Saturday morning because they go back two hours. Um, and then we pretty much have the afternoon to ourselves. Uh, don't tell too many people that because a lot of people want to have lunch with us that day. Well, see, but, that's not actually true because you said while we're in Colorado, we're busy. Right. So we don't have any free time because we're well, busy. That that's the one period of time. There's a little bit of a buffer, but I, I know that after just being roll on, with it, babe. I'm okay. just being rotten. I know you are. I'm okay. ju- and I'm just rolling with it. So moving on. Um. Anyway, so we have a couple hours before we have the speaker dinner that evening. Okay. But it's not really open because I probably will spend all that time working on reworking your talk. Yes. Exactly. Okay. And going over that. So we have the speaker dinner. And then the next day, um, there is, I think we're, I'm doing, I, 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 gosh, what's going on? There's I, something there's else a, on Sunday. We don't know what. On Sunday, there's a, a there's some kind of but we'll be busy. meeting that we need to be a part of with like the attendees of Platform University. Okay. There's a tech, we're at for lunch. We're, you and I, Sunday, I believe, are having lunch with Brian and Sabrina Holmes. Okay. So. Fun. I'm looking uh, forward to that. Absolutely. And then uh, there's a tech run through on Sunday at three and then at four is registration and then Sunday night is the opening of the thing. I talk on Tuesday. No, Monday. I talk on Monday at 1030 Colorado time. You talk every day nonstop all day. (laughs) I do. And then... Let's see. Tuesday morning, I am doing an interview with John Ramstead, who was a student of my podcasting A to Z course, and also uh, close personal friends with Dr. James Dobson. And he is doing a podcast with the senior radio engineer for uh, production engineer for Dr. James Dobson. So awesome! I'll be hanging out with them early, early in the morning, Tuesday morning. Okay. Uh, and then. Let's see, the conference goes on until Wednesday afternoon. No, Tuesday afternoon. Tuesday afternoon. Wednesday's your thing with Ray. Yeah, and so Tuesday night, you and I are having dinner with the folks who are coming to our Next Level workshop. Okay. And then, all are, are you going to be a part of the meeting that day, or are I you going to kind of take that day off? I'm not sure. We'll see how I feel that okay. day. I think it'd probably be valuable for you to be there, but I'm We've not going to require that, but we'll, that you be there. Right, I know. I, Anyway, so uh, it, so basically all day Wednesday is the one day workshop that people are attending with myself and Ray Edwards and maybe Stephanie. And uh, let's see here. Wednesday evening, I don't think we have anything currently planned. And then we fly back on Thursday. Very good. So that's what our week looks like next week. And 
I can tell you right now, um, and I don't know, have, we've talked, it's probably been a couple months, if not years, since we talked about introverts versus extroverts. And why I think we mention it every time, oh, okay. lightly, every time you're thrust into yeah. a group. A but, lot of people think that I'm an extrovert. But you're not. But I'm not. I'm very much an introvert, which means that being in front of a crowd of people sucks the life force out of me. Like, remember Wayne's World, where... That Wayne and Garth, they're down in the basement, and the this guy comes in with this, with yes, the sucking cut, and and that there's that one quote: "You're sucking my will to live." Yeah, yeah. I hated that movie. I, oh my goodness! I I only saw that movie a hundred times. Oh my goodness! So our kids were talking about seeing Dumb and Dumber too. Yeah. Um, and I was like, "Don't bother. You will never get that time in your life back." <laughs> like, Please don't waste your life away that way. I can't imagine it for it. I cannot imagine any way possible that the second, I'm the like, sequel to that movie could be good at all. Well, here's the deal. The Although, first one wasn't good. The, <laughs> like, I, it, and it I, wasn't. Here's the thing. I totally agree with you, but I've seen it four or five times. Uh, you've seen it more than that. Or more. You've seen it more than that. You used to watch that movie all the time and it's ridiculous. But um, yeah, I was like, please don't do that. You'll never get that time back. And Wayne's World's another one of those yeah. movies. You can never get that time back. Well, speaking of movies that you should go see, uh, Matthew and I were invited to a press screening for right. Big Hero 6 last Which week. Which comes out t- tomorrow. Comes out tomorrow. And I think I'm still technically embargoed, but I think that, because uh, it's a Disney movie. Uh, but I believe well, then it... then just say it comes out but tomorrow. No, I, I th- I'm par- pretty sure that I'm okay sharing it today. So and you should go see it. Yes, you should. It, a Big Hero 6 is absolutely amazing. It's kind of like a a big um it's kind of like a Pixar movie. It's it's I think it's John Lasseter who headed it up uh Pixar, of course Pixar purchased by Disney now and uh it it is in the same level of quality as The Incredibles and other Pixar movies. So uh, Big Hero 6, I did not anticipate that I would like the storyline. But it was incredible. And, and of course, that's not a pun or anything. It, it really was a wonderful storyline. And as, as crazy as it sounds, you forget that you're watching an animated show. Okay. It, it just really sucks you in. Well, I don't think that that's in. crazy. I think that when there are... I think that when it's a story that is that is that... When it is that consuming and that connected mm-hmm. that you can forget it's animated. Yeah. Well, it, it and by the way, it is in the superhero genre. Mm-hmm. And um, one thing I will just, I, I will not bl- blow anything for you, but here's the thing. Whatever you do, do not leave before the credits end. Okay. All right. It, it, stay until the, stay until they turn the lights on. Let me just say that. Which thanks to Marvel, our family does for every movie now. Yes. I don't think we're allowed to walk out of the theater until yeah. it, they're coming in to tell you, you got to go. We got to clean. Yeah. Right. So absolutely. Big five, two thumbs up, five stars, rating Big 10 out of 10. Big Hero 6. Matthew wants to own it on DVD. Go see it with your family this weekend. It is awesome. Very good. So speaking of um, puns. So I um, decorated for Christmas. You did? Already. 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 Because we're busy every weekend between now and December 13th. We are. Um, Megan said the 13th was an unacceptable time to put up the tree because we couldn't enjoy it for very long. Yep. So it went up early, which we've never done. Never. Never. 
Okay, but now I have this beautiful home. I want to decorate. I know I know myself now. I know um, how I want to decorate. I know what I like. And so, because I said speaking of puns. Anyway, I've been out looking for different things. I love snowmen. Snowmen uh-huh. are, they're adorable. I just, I love them. It just so happens that my maiden name is Snow. Yes. Right. And so I found this little plate at um at a store and it says snow much fun and it has a snowman on it and it's totally christmas i'm gonna put it up as a decoration okay snow much fun and then i um was at michael's craft store and there's a little you know how sometimes you hang those little decorative pillows like from a doorknob and it's just you don't okay you'll you will know because i bought one (laughs) (laughs) you will know because i bought one and it's got a little snowman on it and it says snow place like home oh great (laughs) and megan says um so i she was with me in the store when i saw it and i was like it's so cute it's like it says snow place like home she goes that's punny (laughs) that's our that's our 15 year old daughter that's punny so So you're gonna hang pillows on our doorknobs just one okay it's like it's a square like this. I mean, it's... A door pillow? Oh, my goodness. Pay attention. Seriously? Dude, yes. I've never heard of a door pillow before. Okay. Where, well, what, technically, it wouldn't have to go on a door. It's just got a... It's what, got a string attached. It hangs from something. But I'm going to hang it on my office door so everybody can see it when they come in. Oh. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Cool. It's no place like home. Nice. It's adorable. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> So, tell me a little bit about gaudy orangeness. Are you sure you want to know this right I now? I do. Okay. Do I not want to know this right now? No, that's is fine. This, something this, is like my one, this is like my one thing for the whole week. Do, do you want to wait until the end of the show and no, reveal I'll go it now. then? I'll go we now. can tease it now and talk about other stuff. I'll go now. Um, is this a McKenna story? No, actually, it's Megan. Really? It is. So, um, after the last few months of being... Um, I'm not going to college. I have no interest in going to college whatsoever. Megan's decided she thinks she wants she wants to go. Okay. And um, she's thinking she wants to be a teacher. Okay. Like she's really leaning heavy on being a teacher. And um, and so she's been talking about where she would like to go. And she said U of L, which is the University of Louisville, or um, Ohio State. Okay. Okay. Um, both of which are great schools, right? Mm-hmm. And something tells me Tennessee is coming up here. No, soon. hold on. It, it's just it's just a quote. It's just a quote. So I said to her, I'm like, those those are really those are really great options. She explained, you know, um, when she was little, she her dream was to go to NYU, mm-hmm. and I'm like, Megan, you don't want to go that far away, straight out of school. Like I know my kid, mm-hmm. and my kid likes to be at home. And my kid likes to be very close to me. She thinks she's my shadow. And um, I'm like, you don't, you know, I don't really think so. Um, so she's telling me she doesn't want to go far away. She wants to stay close. She knows she's going to want to come home on the weekend sometimes. And um, she just wants to be close enough that she can do that and not have to drive a long way or fly home. And so um, she she's come out with um, L or Ohio State. And... Uh, and I said both are really good schools, and um, I was really glad that she didn't choose UK. 
I'm going to get a lot of hate for this. Yeah, you are. But I don't care. I know you don't. Not a fan of UK. (laughs) I might be the only person who lives in Kentucky who really just cannot stand UK. I'm all right with that. Yep. I'm very set in my ways. Actually, my grandma told me one of my favorite, one of her favorite characteristics of mine is my tenacity. Anyway, very set in that. Not a fan of UK. And I respond to her that I'm glad that UK is not on the list because I don't look good in that color blue. Okay. To which she quotes Sandra Bullock from The Blind Side. And she goes, I'm not wearing that gaudy orange, which was Tennessee when they were looking at Michael. Ah. They were looking to recruit Michael and to play for this. She's like, I'm not wearing that gaudy orange. So now every time we mention UK, Megan replies, I'm not wearing that gaudy orange <laughs> as a joke. Gotcha. It's, Tennessee is not on her list. That actually, she thinks is too far away. Mm-hmm. She doesn't want to go there. And um, she actually said that uh, that the Florida Gators, their orange is worse. <laughs> <laughs> their orange is worse than How Tennessee. How many more states can we tick but, off, Steph? Um, I don't know. I ticked off my home state. Does anything else matter? <laughs> I guess not. I, I mean, if no, I... Nobody in Kentucky listens to right us anyway. out, Right out of it. Troy well, ex- lives in except Kentucky. Except for Troy Price down in Frankfurt. Right. But. And uh, he might be close enough that everything down there is that one color of blue. It's a hideous <laughs> color. It's disgusting. Their bridges are that color blue. They are. It's like your, ew, it's like your water bottle. You leave my water bottle alone. You're going to have to start drinking out of the black one when I'm down here. Nope, not yep. going to happen. So um, anyway, Megan's thinking, Megan's thinking UofL or Ohio State. Both okay. are very good schools. Gotcha. Very cool. So that's what that is all about. I'm not wearing that gaudy orange. All right. Uh, by the way, uh, something interesting that doesn't normally happen. Uh, is this the second time or the first? No, this is the first time I don't know, but I do have another story, studio. so remind me later, but go All ahead. All right, well. When it just popped in my head. It was something I wanted to say, and gotcha. I didn't get it on the list. So Stephanie and I are, we have a studio audience today. We it's, do. Dave, Dave Ghosh is here from Cincinnati Magazine. or He's actually an independent contractor, writer, uh, and he writes for and contributes to Cincinnati Magazine. And uh, I believe they're going to be doing some sort of article uh, potentially in the future here that we might be able to tell you about in, the, uh, in in some point in the future. But anyway, an audience of one in our studio, which is kind of nice. So thank you, Dave, for being here. He's he's uh, he's he's watching how the sausage is made. Interesting. Exactly. It's just thrown together. <laughs> he said. So I was telling. You, he says. He, he when he comes in this morning, I'm setting things. I guess I'm not. I'm not uh, interrupting your show preparation. Are you? Nope. So I had to tell him. I'm like, yeah. You know, we originally when we set out, we were we did things. Of course, I didn't go in this much detail, but we did the five threats to Meryl to oneness and and the five love languages and and all those wonderful things. But over time, I told him it's become basically an audio reality show. Of the lives of the Ravenscrafts. And that's what it is. And that is what it is. And uh, so, yeah, sometimes we have uh, um, content ahead of time and sometimes, sometimes we, we don't. We don't. Right. And so far about, I'd say about 60% of what we talked about so far was not on a list. If I'm if I'm not mistaken. Although going, back, going back to my list here, I will tell you that Matthew and I are now finally caught up, well, minus one episode now, on The Arrow. Okay. So we finished season one, season two on Netflix. And I didn't realize this, but they're still early enough on in season three that all of season three episodes are still on Hulu Plus. 
Okay. So. Are there four? Is that what you there told me? There are four on. Okay. Who, well, there should be five today because there was an episode. Last night. Episode five of The Arrow was on last night. Absolutely still an amazing television show. Um, and I'm I'm a little upset that I can't binge watch further. But in a, in, at the on the other side of things, I'm kind of glad so, that I can get out of binge watching again for think, another couple weeks. Do you maybe. think that like... Um, what did you say? Continuum that now that you have to wait each week, you're going to lose interest. Uh, no, uh, continuum was an issue. So continuum was a show that I binge watched season one and season two on Netflix and then had to wait until season three came out on television. And when I watched season three, season three was so much different from season one and season two. They had a, a whole new story arc and I didn't like the direction the show was going. And I'm pretty sure it was just a, you know, they, they should have just ended after season two. Arrow, absolutely not. I, it, it's okay. A lot of people are like, so is it like nothing's like Lost? Let us just get There's, that out right. of the way. There's nothing like Lost out there, right? Um, you know, and so I don't try to compare every television show that I watch in the sci-fi realm with Lost. It's just not something that I do. Do I enjoy this as much as I enjoyed watching Lost? I do. I it, the the enjoyment factor is there. The eagerly anticipating the next episode, well, as evidenced by the fact that I binge watched two and a half um, seasons within a one week period of time, uh, will tell you yes. Uh, so I just noticed, by the way, our live stream went down, and I'm trying to reset it now. But anyway, we'll continue to move forward. Yeah. Okay. Anything. What? what? I, no, I'm sorry. I think you we're, just said that it continues. Yeah. So it's so Arrow is absolutely amazing. Okay. It is, and I'm going to watch it still at some point. I just don't have time right now. Right. But um. And by the way, I, you know, it it's given me a greater appreciation for um. What is it? It's the the Flash. Yes. Yeah. So I definitely want to rewatch the first few episodes of the flash now that i know that it is an offshoot of that uh and those characters so okay i'm gonna pause for just a moment moment while i re um restart my browser here or restart the program for our live stream so we'll be right back and we're back <laughs> sorry about that I, I you know i always you know that's one of the drawbacks of of doing a live show and and stuff like that you you get these folks that show up in the chat room and are participating live and stuff like that and and you definitely want to stop and make sure that they are able to continue to access what's going on here since they've stopped by and by the way special thank you to carol boyett shauna stegall troy price william which is what that name is in french i've learned today mark cole first time here today and also jeff Kaysen. and there's a couple other people who are not signed in aka the lurkers uh, we're glad to have everybody here live, and uh, for those of you who are listening to this later, we apologize for uh, not editing this out in post production. But to be honest with you, I've got a lot going on today, so you're gonna you're just gonna know that we had a little technical difficulty for the live folks. But uh, we do create this; we do enjoy and love the folks who are able to join us live. But uh, we want you to know that we create this show for those of you who are listening later, and uh, you guys are just as important to us. So. Thank you for putting up with that. Stephanie, um, we were talking about Arrow, and I think we're done with that, right? 
Yes, you just said that it gave you a new appreciation for Flash and you want to rewatch those episodes. And, and now you have your phone in your hand after our momentary pause. What's I have another on? child who's not feeling well who's another going one? to try to stick it out because they're going to miss so much school for Disney. Okay. The one who already came home doesn't much care. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, I don't so, feel good. I don't want to be here. Matthew is not feeling well today and um, he went to school not feeling well, but then... He got there and he's he was not he was feeling worse and yeah he um apparently he's telling me he didn't feel well yesterday which he didn't tell me that I, I did not know that um this morning when he woke up he said um he didn't feel good his stomach hurt he felt sick but sometimes that could just be that really tired feeling when you're you know your eyes aren't even open and you're barely sitting up and you don't want to get out of bed mm-hmm. so I was like all right buddy I totally get it but let's try. Can you just try? He got up. He went to school, and he so he tried. Yep. Even if it's a half, you know, hearted effort, I'm gonna. He tried. Right. I, yeah. So anyway, and so Megan says she's not feeling well. Is are the symptoms kind of the same, or is she just? Yeah. She, yeah. Okay. So um, basically, I should stay away from my kids. Pretty much. Yeah. Gotcha. Just avoid them at all costs. Um, I'm. I don't know. Um, we'll we'll figure it out. All right. So anyway, I'm telling, she was supposed to go to the elementary school and um, help one of the teachers for two hours after school today. Right. And so she sent me a text that said, I'm not feeling well. I'm not up for going. So I emailed the teacher and said, she's not feeling well. She won't come. And now I'm telling her, and she said, I want to try to make it because I'm already going to miss so much school because of Disney. Like she gets that. Yeah. She's conscious of that. Matthew doesn't care. Well, her um, her high school uh, grades do actually matter. Yeah, they Matthew's do. eighth grade grades don't, don't and right. I think he knows that, unfortunately, or fortunately for him. Um, a little bit of both because you're very you're very clear. Those grades don't matter. Well, <laughs> no matter how many I, times they tell you they do, they don't. I think our kids should know the truth. Yes, especially on those you know connect. As long dot- as they keep the truth to themselves, <laughs> <laughs> the, those connect the dot <laughs> tests they make them do. Multiple guest tests. Yeah, it, yeah, it's funny. So she really wants to. She's going to try to. St- um, are you are you saying there's a problem with our kids knowing the truth and sharing it with their friends like Santa? No, Claus? no, no. I meant I meant like the teachers. <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, like, please don't go up to your teacher and be like, "This test uh, doesn't matter." This doesn't matter. I'm not doing it. Yeah, I'm not down with that. Yeah, no, I get that. Right, but um, but I I did like the conversation that we had about Megan going back into the English teacher who told her she couldn't do English one honors mm-hmm. and show her her 100 and then be like, you know, yeah, not nice about it. Anyway, so um, this is the part of the show where we run out of topics that are pre-assigned. Nope, I'm just my half of my brain is distracted. No, Hold on. It very much is a part, that part of the show, Steph, because are we halfway through? Well, we are halfway through. Okay. And all the topics that I oh, had put right. in a, in a little it. bulleted list are gone. Yeah. So now we, this is the part where... This show is going to be awesome because I'm so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. All right. All so, right. Okay. Just let are you, me know. I'm trying. I'm trying. She knows we're recording a show, right? No, she doesn't. That's why I told her. Oh, okay. They're... they're they don't think in that way. They... Yeah, we've, we've just been doing this like, for you know, here's like the, nine years now. That's well, the lost, yes, but not okay. Yeah. Um. Anyway, 
I remember when the kids were little and I was involved in um, MOPS, which is Mothers of Preschoolers. Yes. Um, and actually got involved in the leadership and went to a convention. Out of that convention, I came home with a book from one of the speakers. Can't remember a name. Can't recall. Don't ask. It's okay. Not true. I think it was Jill Savage. <laughs> anyway. Okay. Um, sometimes my brain really does work. Sometimes. Anyway, the book was Professionalizing Motherhood. And it was all about how I remember seeing that book a around. lot of times we just, well, what do you do? I'm just a mom. Now, that is no longer my case. I'm not just a mom anymore. I am, you know, I partner in this business with you. Like McKenna told her friend that, well, my mom just, she's just a mom and she podcasts sometimes. And I'm like, <laughs> get out, get out now. <laughs> like, I'm not even going to finish driving you where I'm on the way to I drop to you off you, at. I need to get you business cards and then you can give them to the kids yeah. and then they will know. I don't even think all the things that I do would fit on a business card. Well, it it'll say like, Stephanie like Ravenscraft. index card. Uh, what are you, you're, you're mm -hmm. the chief financial officer. But um, it, so professionalizing motherhood, it was all about taking pride in what we do. Yes. Um, we do a lot more than just a mom. Right. Okay. It, that it's more than that. Um, that book changed me profoundly then. But the one thing that has stuck with me throughout this entire time is that she said, the funny thing is I'm finding that my kids need me around more as teenagers than they did when they were preschoolers. And as it and now be. that I'm in this stage, I totally agree with that. Um, yesterday, I had you pick Matthew up from school. Yep totally threw off his afternoon like he couldn't function he didn't know what to oh, do I know. he's like wait what are you turning right for and i'm like what do you mean mom takes me to speedway right. you know, he had he had no idea and when i got home he he came in and he was like um our kids call me mama most of the time and he comes in and he's like mama i missed you and i like and on the way i picked him up from school and on the way back he's like i'm gonna miss you when you're gone and how are we going to watch Once Upon a Time? Because that's our week. That's the thing that we do together. And um, and so I'm fine. You know, even now, Megan's at school, but she's, you know, she's texting and she needs to know that I'm there. And so yeah, even though I'm recording a podcast, they don't think that because I'm their mom. Yeah. And when they need me, they think I should and, be there. And and I and I agree with that. In fact, yeah. I, I, I'm, you know, in, in the, the part, there's there's a part of me that, tries to emulate that in a way for the kids and yourself as well and and uh, it's a difficult transition in my mindset because there are all times when I'll be at a business meeting with a bunch of people and, and I'm like for example I'm doing a one-day event or something like that and then all of a sudden there's a call coming in and, and you know and of course you know calls come in from time to time but when it's one of the kids or if it's you I, I always want to be that guy that there's nothing so important that I'm doing right now that I shouldn't take a call from one of these people, from right. these people. Right. Um, the, the only exception to that I could think of is I'm actually in the middle of a talk on a stage in front of hundreds of well, people. Well, and you have, I think you have something that I don't is where I'm a filter for that for you. You know, don't go down there. Dad's recording. You know, don't call him. He's in the middle of... I don't have that. Right. I have four people who think that when they need me, I need to drop everything I'm doing and drive 20 minutes across town to be there for them. 
It, and, but it, it is no don't butt your way out of it because it's the honest to god truth it Wait, is but don't i need you you need to be here right now and the fact is is that you do it every time so. and i say four people because i only have three children <laughs> it, okay yeah and i do it because this is the stage of life that god has called me to now this yeah. is i am absolutely doing i know what god has called me to do right and you know, and, the, and I don't drop everything for you guys all the time. I know you don't, and and but and I am I'm pretty good at making sure that, you know, hey, if if a phone call comes in, I'm like, hey, I'm in the middle of recording a show right now. I, I've done this on podcast Answer Man. It's like, guys, I have to pause. Sorry, right, <laughs> and, right. And take a phone call. Um, but yeah, it's all it's all good. Right, but um, I forgot what I was going to say. You you were t- professionalizing right. motherhood. Well, no, or, that, I mean that yeah. was finishing it. You know, okay. my kids need me more now. Than they did when they were little. So I have a new topic. Yeah, they don't. They don't remember me changing their diapers or teaching them to use the big potty. But they're gonna remember I was sick this day and my mom came and got me. Yeah, you know, it's a, it's a conversation that you and I had with uh, Sarah the other day. We kind of just briefly touched on it and okay. stuff. But um, when you and I were at uh, a certain mega church in this area, <laughs> which I'll remain nameless, right. Um, we went through a program called Growing Kids God's Way. Do you recall? <laughs> well, I don't have to ask you. Do you recall this? You're obviously laughing, so you know what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah, I do. Um, and I remember going through that thinking, wow, this is the way that I want to parent. And for those of you guys who are not familiar with Growing Kids God's Way, it's pretty much making sure that your kids feel like they're in the military. They're, they're like little robots. I remember. I specifically... You and I are very different. We've covered this so many times. It's just redundant to say what? it again. Uh, what? We are completely different. Yeah, yeah. In every aspect. So you looked at this thinking this is how this this is how I want my kids to be. This is how I want to parent. I remember sitting in that class the first time and they showed this video. And this video is this mom and this probably like 4-year-old um sitting in a doctor's office. And the little boy's sitting in the chair, but his legs are over the back and his head's hanging off the seat. He's not kicking. That's the school. We have to pause again. Okay. Alrighty. Two down, one to go. <laughs> <laughs> so. So, um, but she is, the mom just keeps telling little Tommy to sit up and be quiet and do this. Here's the thing. He can, he's not making any noise. He's not humming. He's not kicking his feet. He's not. He's just hanging upside down, which is a very four-year-old boy do, thing to do. And so, so a she very wants, undisciplined, disrespectful. No, no, no. Hold on, I'm no, just no. Wait, in their mind. In their mind, in a their very mind. undisciplined, disrespectful, and discourteous to other people in the waiting room of this doctor's office. Wasn't bothering anyone. He he wasn't bothering. I have seen kids in in waiting areas that I've wanted to spank before. Like, <laughs> seriously, I'm like, I'm gonna do you a favor and spank your kid for you. <laughs> All right. Did I do it? No. With Did my I fist want to? On his face. Yes. That that's a little bit older. I mean, okay. this was a little kid that was like unruly, and I'm like, the only thing worse than taking my kids to the dentist is sitting in the waiting room with other children. Yeah. It, it's it's a nightmare. Yeah. Um. But so I re- so you're watching that thinking, oh. I want to be able to snap my fingers and have my kid turn the right way and oh, sit I all. No, no, no. I didn't even want to snap my finger. I want to be able to have the look. 
Right, the look. And, and I, then I, have the kid right. instantly but, spring into this, you know. And I remember sitting perfect. watching that going, he's not doing anything wrong. <laughs> he's he's not bothering anyone. He's being an individual. He likes the way it feels when all the blood rushes to his head. <laughs> I'm like, there's nothing wrong with that. And so I felt so out of place there. I really just couldn't handle yeah. it. So th- and there's no way I could have raised my kids that way. So there's this whole program. It's called Growing Kids God's I don't Way. Have it it's in like me. a 16 week program of brainwashing. Of brainwashing how to how to you know be how the perfect are? Christian <laughs> parents. Right What'd you say? I said, do you know how many people we're probably offending right now? That's fine. We make it a habit of offending people. That's, we do. That's, it's not a big deal. If you're never offended, your life's too cushy. Yeah. And just you either you either vehemently agree with this or vehemently you know disagree do? with this. If you're on the off. fence, then you just don't care enough no about comment. life. No comment. You shake what off? I just shake it off. Oh, is <laughs> just, that a Taylor Swift thing? It is. Gotcha. Yeah. But Still anyway, loving that album. Yep. Growing Kids God's Way. Six ways, brainwashing. 16, 16 weeks. 16 weeks. You sit in a small group and every week is a brainwashing video on how you should re, you should raise your your children and and basically this is the way that you demonstrate that you are a godly household (laughs) and my children are afraid of me won't blink in public (laughs) and and but we but we are a godly household but here's the thing you know there are some aspects of it that i i think are valuable and and i do i i do want our kids to show I do want our kids to have respect for us. I want our kids to have respect for others. Um, I do want our kids to to be able to know that it's inappropriate to just come up and interrupt a conversation. I do want our kids to to think about, you know, not just what is it that I want to do right now, but how is what I'm doing right now impacting others. So, so there are... I mean, we could be really, you know. But those aren't just, those aren't lessons from that. Those are just life lessons. Those are just things you need to learn to be. That's what I found with this program. A moral person who cares about others. This program seems so focused on the outward appearance of the child, although it promises you. Go ahead. That what they're trying to get at is the inner, the inner thing. Yes. And, but, but it just turned out being this. You were with us. What? Weren't you? The other day you went to the, um, you dropped McKenna and I off at the Dollar Tree and you parked. Yes. And she and I went in, right? Uh-huh. Okay. So we're walking, we're walking into the store and um, the family in front of us, the little boy, maybe about three, bolts for the sidewalk. Doesn't look, doesn't just bolts for the sidewalk. Mom is screaming at the top of her lungs. I never want to see you do that again. Never want to see you do that again. But never once does she stop and explain why to him, okay? But here's the thing. McKenna comments, she should tell him why. Otherwise, he'll just keep doing it because he doesn't understand. She's nine. (laughs) (laughs) She's nine. And she gets that you have to know why. Like, I don't just, I I tell my kids all the time, I don't just tell you to to ruin your life or to make you, it's because I can see a bigger picture or because I have learned that lesson. You have to tell them why you don't run around corners or why you don't run out into traffic or otherwise they don't have anything to build off of. They just, well, my mom said not to. Yeah. Duh. That's like clue number one to do it. Yeah. 
In, in, in all fairness to the whole growing kids God's way, I mean, they make it a point to say that you have to teach them why. There's oh, a, they do. They, they do. But, but it's still... I was just taking that off of that except McKenna yeah. was like, she needs to tell him why. But, but it, did, it did make people come away with this idea that if your kids are not like the examples of what we show as good and well-groomed behavior, then, then you may... It, it's insinuating you may not be growing your kids God's way. Right. And so I I remember buying into it. In fact, we went through it a second time and they, we were even invited. We, to become, we were leaders. <laughs> we were invited to lead a 16 week group. Dude, if they met our kids now. I know. It would never. I mean, I. I love our kids. I do. Um, but you know what? They they're kids and they say stupid stuff and they do stupid stuff and they make mistakes. But that's what we. I do that and I'm 36 years old. Um, but they're good kids. They're great they kids. They do respect others. They do understand. Actually, they respect others a good deal more than they respect us. <laughs> That's honestly not true. Okay. Um, I think they respect us a great deal, but this is their safe place. Okay. And so if they're going to have enough. an emotional outburst, they're going to have it here. Because this is their safe place. That's, that's a fair assessment. Um, but I will tell you that there is nowhere that I take our kids where someone, another adult, doesn't comment on how well behaved they are or how respectful they are or how caring Megan is. That Megan, is, that which is, is the funniest, funny. That is so funny because you would never get that in, in the confines in this, of our right, home. You wouldn't. You wouldn't. But Megan is a very caring, compassionate person. Um but this is her safe place where she can say and that's what what she can't say and that's exactly what it, this leads to is that this we used to try to create this this outward appearance of what our kids would look like if they were these kids that were grown God's way if you will um but when um Wayne Jacobson came over he had saw the pillow that's on the couch what does the pillow say um our family must be God's favorite sitcom exactly and so he had commented on that, and I'm like, "Yeah." He's, I, I said, "That's it's you know it's kind of true." I said, uh, "One of the things that's interesting about our children," and I told him, "You know, he he knows he knows that we have children and stuff like that." Um, but and stuff like that, we have children and yeah, we, stuff like that. No, but I mean, he knows about our family, <laughs> right? Uh, but what I told him, I said, "One of the things that's interesting, if you were just a fly on the wall, you might hear." some things in you said in colorful the, words yeah you, you, might, you might hear some you colorful, might hear words. colorful words that come up from time to time right. and and stuff like that i said but you know i used to really struggle with that as a father thinking that maybe i've failed as a father to these kids and and stuff like that but what i feel today and and this is what i was telling wayne is that our kids are being raised to be free absolutely you know they they they, they have a freedom that not even I had when I was a kid. I, by the way, I remember. I'll never forget the first time I said the word "crap" in front of my mom. You would have thought that I had just cussed her out, and I'm like, you know, oh crap, you know, right. or whatever. Right. And she, you know, it, it, I won't go into details, but it, I got in a lot of trouble, yeah. you know. And it's just like I just remember getting in trouble for so many little things, and 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 when you look at the freedoms, and so. I believe in having boundaries mm-hmm. and 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 making sure that the kids know where those boundaries lie. 
but I, I guess what I'm saying is that I, I'm, I'm happy to give my kids some freedom to, to kind of explore what, who they are within those boundaries. Right. Absolutely. So we're growing, we're growing, we're growing kids our way. We're growing kids our way. We are. Yeah. With our experiences and life choices and lessons. And I, I think that that's the way you're supposed to do it. I, I love that they get a little bit of my parenting and a little bit of your parenting and it works. Yeah. It it works. It does. It do, and by that I mean your experiences from your parents and my experiences from my parents. And like, by the way, our our I don't think that our responsibility is to grow kids anyway. No. Our responsibility is to grow adults. Exactly. I want to have moral, responsible, respectful caring adults when they leave this house exactly i don't want them to be children because no. that wasn't the goal but um i wanted to tell this story you have Do, how long one minute okay and 23 seconds um megan goes to the high school that you and i both graduated from yes she um is she actually has a teacher that i had all four years of high school um in choir and so um i graduated 18 years ago and Megan sends me a text um, on Monday, says, did you, or actually it wasn't Monday, anyway, this week, did you sing Joy to the World in choir? And I said, yeah, why? She found my original music with my name on it, and she thought that that was just like the coolest thing ever. And so do I. How cool is it that after 18 years, like, you there's imagine- still music there with my name on it? That our daughter gets to use. Could you? Did you ever imagine there'd be a day when you were holding that actual piece of that music my kid would too? No, child, never. Isn't that never. Weird? And that your child would have the same teacher, even. And I, yeah, and she's retiring this year, so so this is the last year that so Megan got to have her for one year. But um, I just thought that that was, I just thought that was cool. Do you want to know something weird? Actually, what? there's we're out of time. But uh, when I was a kid in elementary school, there was a, a place in the playground on the parking lot. And I remember sitting as a kid thinking, wouldn't it be cool to come back here as an adult and sit here and think about myself thinking about myself as an adult? <laughs> I'm crazy like that. You are. Anyway, our music's gone, folks. Until next time, we encourage you to live your life on purpose. Podcast. Add some